Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. It's good to be back with you this week. Believe me, I would have rather have been here last Sunday than doing what I was doing. And so, since it's Mother's Day and I missed last week, you guys are going to get two sermons for one this morning. You'll notice in your, in your bulletin that I have labeled here, Encouragement for Mothers. And I was driving home about a month ago thinking about Mother's Day and Father's Day to come and thought I should say a few words. So if throughout this process you're like, wow, Levi's saying that, what would he say to men? Come back on Father's Day and you'll hear <laughs> what I'll say to the men as well. Motherhood is definitely in a tumult today. Besides the silly attempts to replace mothers with things like birthing people, we have for many years and, and decades viewed motherhood as something optional or even something that holds you back from the truest fulfillment you can find. I know the realities of life in a sinful world that make motherhood a complicated thing, whether it's unwanted singleness, infertility that can be painful, broken relationships. Despite those realities, we should not be driven to envy, despair, or ignoring the blessing that motherhood really is. I remember reading a comment online the other day that somebody, it blew their mind that some women would spend their, most of their lives at home serving their children. They said, how degrading to spend your whole life serving someone else. True liberation was found in seeking yourself by putting things like your career first and foremost. And there's certainly nothing wrong with women working outside of the home, yet the irony is, is apparently lost upon them. They would rather serve a faceless corporation and think that's liberating than their own children. You see, you have to serve someone with your life. All of us do. And so we here at Christ Bible Church, we embrace femininity as God's blessing and motherhood as the crown jewel of that. It is not an attack upon your truest self. Yes, you will be called to die to yourself constantly for the good of your kids. And in that, you model your Savior. No one I have ever met gets to the end of their life and regrets that they didn't spend more time at the office or that they didn't get that promotion or that they didn't make more money. Plenty of people regret that they don't have a relationship with their children anymore. And that goes for men or for women. And so we live in a strange time where on the one hand, women are not allowed to be corrected unless they take on some of the more traditional forms of being a woman, then they get corrected all the time. And so I want to encourage you women here today, whether your kids are grown, whether you're a grandparent, or you're a mom with young ones, or you have um, more older children, whether you hope to be a mother one day, or anywhere on that spectrum, or anything that I have forgotten, know that your work at Christ Bible Church is important. Amen. Know that your work is important to God. And motherhood and being a wife are the highest callings that will ever be placed upon your life. And that, though this realm of life is often wrecked and ruined by sin, the calling remains. I want you to ponder for a moment. Proverbs 14.1 My encouragement to mothers. This passage should be close to your heart. The wisest of women builds her house but folly with her own hands tears it down. The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. 
Solomon is telling us that there are two types of women out there. Those who will spend their lives building their house. Lots of ways to do that. And those who will spend their lives tearing down their house. The world and the evil one wants you to be that second type of woman. To always put yourself first and in the process to destroy your house. To seek your own. To take upon yourself a victim mentality. To seek fulfillment within instead of through serving your family. And that will lead to the destruction of your house. And the examples of that are all around you. You can see them for yourself. But there are also numerous examples of righteous women around you. The truth is, the enemy hates the family. He has always sought to destroy the family. Whether it was through child sacrifices to false gods like Moloch, or child sacrifices to self-esteem or self-actualization at Planned Parenthood. It is the same. Whether it is the sexual perversions of Rome or the sexual perversions of Hollywood, his tactics are the same. Satan wants to destroy our houses, and he's good at it. But why does he hate homes so much? And here I want you to listen very carefully. Why does Satan want our houses destroyed? Because God's plan from the very beginning was to have faithful offspring. Genesis 1, 26 through the end of the chapter. He commands Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply to fill the earth. This was always God's plan. The first gospel message we get in the Bible is in Genesis 3 after the fall. God said that he would save the world through motherhood. That there would come through the line of the woman, a child to be born, and through that faithful child, the world would be saved, and he would crush the head of the serpent. This is exactly what Paul means in his epistles when he says women will be saved through childbearing. He is not saying that when you have children, you will be miraculously saved. He has not all of a sudden adopted works-based salvation. He is saying this has always been God's plan. That through childbearing, the line of the woman would bring forth Jesus Christ. That at the heart of God's plan to save the universe was women. Satan hates this. But this remains God's plan. He loves fruitfulness. He loves houses that endure. He loves and blesses wives and mothers who build their houses instead of tearing them down. And so my encouragement to you this morning by faith, by faith in that offspring of the woman, be a faithful mother and wife. Your role of motherhood is a blessing and a part of how God intends to remake this universe. Your tasks are not small, even though your tasks will be far more than just being a mother. They are not degrading. They have eternal significance. And what you do in secret, God sees. So it is no small thing to say, as others have said, that one of the reasons why our culture suffers so much today is because many women have decided to tear down their houses. So what about the men? Come back on Father's Day. I will talk about them. There's plenty of blame to go around. But just as many mothers have contributed to tearing down the house that is our society, whether it be from the Karens, who are always offended, or to the woke progressive university professors who find guilt in everything. It will be faithful Christian mothers 
who do mothering in a myriad of different ways, who God will use to rebuild from the ashes. This is what God is doing. So do not lose heart as you deal with another sick child. Do not lose heart as your child grows up and he or she is starting to express her, their will more and looking like they want less of mom. Do not lose heart as they are adults. This is God's plan. He does not call you to be perfect, but he calls you to be faithful. Build your house upon the rock. Trust the results to the Lord. Knowing that your role as a wife and a mother is a part of God's good design and his plan to remake the world through Christ. So I encourage you, labor on in faithfulness, dependent upon God's grace. This will drive the world nuts and it cannot make sense of it. But do it anyways and do it with a smile. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you for all the mothers represented here this morning. We know that their task is not always easy. We know that there are many lies that would pull at them minute to minute, day by day. But Lord, we ask that you would give them grace to see that none of this is insignificant. None of it is outside of your control and none of it is outside of your plan. Lord, I ask for the families of this church that you would protect them from the evil one. That the fathers would love the mothers and the mothers would love the fathers and they both would guide the children in the nurture and the admonition of you. So Lord, bless our families, strengthen our mothers, and may through all of this we see a glimpse of your grace and your son Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen.